Made on Zencaster. This episode of Zero Hero will not be censored. Normally we censor our episodes, but this one we believe means too much to be censored, and I think everyone needs to hear it. Please welcome on our guest Clayton with Billy and myself as we talk about Pride Month. Whoosh. Next yeah. on the list. Um, <laughs> we're witch hunting today, boys. Watch all of us get canceled from this episode. For real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Billy. And I'm Jimmy. We are the Falcon Skull of Podcasting, and we want to welcome you to the no scullery that is the Zio to Hero Podcast. Where creators and fans come together to share their love of their fandoms. Welcome to another welcome to another weekly episode of Zio to Hero, where I am joined by my lovely co-host, the one that they still can't find on the travel channel with finding bigfoot jim you do know that they do that whole entire show as a suspense so they can make as many ads as they can for it it's all conspiracy man it's all conspiracy you want to know another conspiracy what all right what do you call a beehive without an exit i'm done no 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 it's unbelievable Why? Why? Why do you do these things to me? All right. Well, we have a special guest with us today. Uh, I am the gayest and greatest, the person your mother warned me about, the missing person from Unsolved Mysteries. Uh, my name is Clayton, and I am the creator of the web animated series Neon Lights. I'll give you credit. That was a good intro. I like that one. <laughs> And the uh, and the uh, the sole the sole actor of Clayton two thousand twenty three right? Sure, that is the um, upcoming tale about the tragic downfall of a mid thirties uh, life uh, in this horrible horrible cancel culture that we call America. And the tagline is just Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> That's homophobic, and this is Pride Month. <laughs> can can we like can can we have like a mid-season like introduction of two wacky characters along with this um no that is not in the contract for the show um yeah but i heard there's room for some great fanfic on wattpad so feel free uh Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I was hoping we could go like a two broke girls kind of thing with this. <laughs> I was gonna go two guys, one girl at a pizza place, but okay. <laughs> oh no. Oh come on. <laughs> no. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. God, dog. Gee. So Jim and I are the two guys. <laughs> yeah, this... that's what it's going to be. Okay. You and I, are the two guys. This is Billy the, girl. the girl. No, Billy, but the and girl. Billy's the pizza place. <laughs> I. Mm. I never mind. I had something. I was gonna say something, but never mind. I'm gonna hold that one back. Yeah, it's Pride Month. You can't say shit to me. <laughs> Let it out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. We're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna re-release that into version as uh <laughs> in July. <laughs> so, anyways, um, how's it been going since we last talked to you, Clayton? I know it's been a a good minute. Um, things have been going very well. Um, I am incredibly busy. I thought I was, things were going to slow down there for a little bit, but they haven't, um, which is both good and bad. Um, so I'm currently working on a project here in Houston, which is nice, except it's kind of taking me away from my own project, Neon Lights. Um, and I am relocating to the Dallas area within the next month and a half. So things are, things are busy. Um, but busy's good. Welcome back to the DFW area. Thank you. Uh-huh. Where the traffic actually moves. It's so it nice. It does. God. Um, <laughs> unlike in Houston, where you're stuck behind a lady at Starbucks for three hours. Until... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah. mm. And that's that's why I don't do Starbucks. <laughs> and that's why I don't do Houston. Oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> I just don't like Houston. The fact that like everything sticks to me, it's terrible. It's yeah, it's Houston. wet, wet here, oh, and there's no, yeah. there's no breeze. There's no breeze. It's all wet and hot and humid. And moist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I say moist? Yeah, is that yeah. still acceptable? Oh, you can definitely say it. Okay, moist. 
Yeah. <laughs> you just lost like 50 listeners. They just immediately the shut only off. F- <laughs> The only 50. <laughs> you gotta add some sting on the end of it too. Moist. Oh yeah. Mm. Well, there goes our whole fan base. Just <laughs> well, this episode just failed. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll be back next week. Yeah. <laughs> Whoosh. But when you uh, you're moving back up to DFW, getting out of Houston, mm-hmm. uh, you, you have your project and everything else going. Uh, do you want to talk about your project real fast or no? Or um, is it something a little personal? So um, I'm currently in a um, short 10-minute play. Um, there is a great play festival here in Houston that happens every year called Fade to Black, which Ooh. is a play festival that celebrates the works of black playwrights. Um, so this um, – it's a series of 10 plays that happens over the course, um, every night over the course of a, a weekend, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, so there's five short plays, then there's intermission, and then there's the other five short plays. Um, so the play that I am in is a um, retelling of the night Hattie McDaniel won the Oscar for Gone with the Wind um, when she was not allowed to be seated at the actual Oscar ceremony with the other white nominees so yeah it's um it's a really cool piece um i i'm blessed to be a part of it um one of my theater mentors is directing it um and so it's been um a really cool experience so that is coming up at the end of june and then july is moving month very cool do you you have a website or is on facebook or something like that for your plays Oh, that you're you're talking to the wrong person. Um, but I'm sure if you just Google "Fade to Black Houston" or "Fade to Black Play Festival," um, you can find all the information about it. Uh, okay. It is playing at the Match Theater, which is in Midtown Houston, um, okay. June 23rd, 24th, 25th. I'll throw that in the description for everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Just uh, Ceiling Sounds from Just Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> He's Look at not my amused. Face. You know I'm not amused. <laughs> I feel like he's not in a good mood tonight. <laughs> no, I'm in a I'm in a great mood. It's just this um Yeah. Right here. It was it was the painful. It was the orange. Whatever you went and got. Dick. What the <laughs> f- <laughs> Wait. <laughs> like, Wait a minute. I didn't think he used that creamer on that. <laughs> I gotta open up my throat. <laughs> oh Lord, here we go. It's Pride Month. You can't say shit to me. <laughs> the legal, the legalities of this, <laughs> the legality of oh, all this. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Clayton, you want to come on? Uh, we want you to come on, and we want huh? to talk about this. Uh, this Pride Month this month, sure, June, absolutely. and we are corporate chills. We mm-hmm. know exactly what we are, and we want to have Clayton come on and talk to us about gay stuff. Hey, it's what I do best. Um, yeah. yeah, so it's it's Pride Month. Um, you know, uh, June is a time where major cities and, you know, now suburban cities all over the country are um, celebrating uh, Pride, which for your listeners that don't know, started with the um, raid of the Stonewall Inn. Um, there was a uh, resistance that fought back against the police raids. Um you know, obviously, Marsha P. Johnson, which was one of the famous trans women um, of the time, threw a brick. And, um, yeah, that's that's how it all started. Um, we've come a long way, but not far enough. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there, there are still people that are like, why do you need a whole month? And, you know, why do you have to flaunt it in front of us? Well, visibility matters. Um, mm-hmm. And I know growing up that uh, for me, if, if I had seen um, public, you know, displays of queer representation, it would have made my coming out experience a whole lot easier. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's pride month. Um, a lot of people have kind of mixed feelings about like the corporate-ness of pride now. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> at, you know, 1159, all of the corporations on Facebook changed their logo, you know, 1159 PM, <laughs> May 31st, you know, yeah. everything goes rainbow starting at midnight on June 1st. Exactly. Um, but you know what? It, I, I am so happy that even if it's 
uh, uh, corporate pandering that at least we have something. <laughs> yeah, at least we got some kind of corporate pandering. <laughs> right. Man. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm here to talk about gay shit. Like so Christmas gets three months. Like, can we at least get one? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay, and we want and you want to come in and talk about gay representation in media, right? Which mm-hmm. is getting better. It's getting a lot better. You know, uh, uh, yeah. In some regards, it is. In some regards, it's it, there's still a lot of work to be done. Yeah. Um. You know, there is a lot of. I find in the nerd subcultures, there's a lot of gatekeeping that goes with that, where if you are not a straight, cisgendered white male, um, you know, your opinions aren't valid. You want to call Um, some groups out? No. (laughs) Okay. But, um, you know, I I have had to leave a couple Facebook groups because of it. Um, Just because I don't want that sort of toxicity in my life. I get that enough from you two. Um, and Instagram, so... Wait! <laughs> God damn, that was a big bus to drive over. Uh, shots fired. Shots fired. It's Pride Month, you... you can't say shit. That, by the way, that is my go-to excuse. Anytime anybody has a problem with me, it's, no, it's Pride Month, you can't say that to me. Oh my God, that was At least it's not us, okay. <laughs> not just us, okay. Um, but yeah, so... Um, representation in um nerd culture is is definitely one of the things that i thought we could talk about tonight um just because there's areas where it's it's really powerful and important um you know we're starting to see a lot of that happen in mainstream movies um Mm -hmm. even the the latest doctor strange movie where uh, america who is famously an lgbt Q character has uh, two mothers. Um, the problem with that, and the way that um, I, I find that the, these are huge issues, is that these they're filmed in such a way that the scenes can be edited out. Yeah. For other oh, markets, like China, uh, China's like China, a big one. Uh, right, you can't show Egypt. Any, <laughs> any queer representation, any uh, in, in certain markets, which I understand. Yeah. Um, but also these corporations that have these, you know, rainbow-colored logos in the month of June. Like, if you're really an ally, then you know you're you are bowing down to the almighty dollar and editing these scenes out. You know, yeah. so that's yeah. that's definitely where I have have some issues. No, I totally get that. Like we, we, we have, you know, Pride Month and these corporations, you know, they're like, Oh yeah, no, we're totally here for you. Like, you know, we're, we'll do this, yeah. And then like the second the dollar says anything, it's out the window. Like, uh look how fast like I know it's not Pride, but look how fast John Cena like bowed to China. Look how fast he bowed out to China when he said like uh Taiwan was his own country. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, just instantly. <laughs> like two days yeah. later. Yeah, and it, it it comes with the money. That's what it is now. You know, sure. it's you know profitable is to be you know an ally in America and Europe, but not anywhere else. Right. <sighs> um. So that's why you know representation is is still so important. Um. Yeah. You know, there are countries that you know have death penalty laws for you know queer communities. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I I think um, I'm very fortunate and blessed even though there are as many problems as there are uh, in America, you know, at least I am not yet being put to death for my sexual orientation. Um, Stressing the word yet. Well, you do live in Texas. I sure do. (laughs) I sure do. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but I I do, I I have been enjoying the fact that we've been getting more and more, lgbtq representation and especially in like younger media so it's mm. not it's becoming oh. more of just it's there and it's right. just normal and I've, I've been enjoying that a lot more too because dude you and me growing up like in the 90s there was just a saying as a gay like teenager like that didn't exist mm. like we right. had melrose things- place but you know they had the, the kiss off camera and 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 a lot of things were 
coded gay. Yeah. So that if you knew the signs and you knew what to look for, you knew that you knew the character's orientation. Um, yeah. However, you know, if you if you didn't know to pick up on those signs, then you know you would just kind of be. Um, SOL. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just you you wouldn't notice really that that character was yeah. um, part of the alphabet community. Um, so yeah, as a kid, like watching Power Rangers, there, there, there was not anything, any, any representation, any coding of any kind. Mm-hmm. However, you know, the, the latest season just won the Glad, the Glad Award yeah. mm-hmm. uh, for, for representation for youth, which I think is fantastic. Um, and a lot of these shows that kind of, I, I don't, is Power Rangers still on Nickelodeon? I know they did yeah. like a big Netflix thing. Like, yeah. you know. Oh, no, uh, they, they just switched. The, the latest season is now on Netflix, not on okay. Nickelodeon anymore. Okay. So they, they just moved over. That's that's kind of what I thought. But like right. Nickelodeon was a huge pioneer of that um, with Korra. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Legend yeah. of Korra. Yeah, that yeah. was amazing. Uh-huh. Oh. Um, and even though like that that final season of Korra was I think streaming only, it was yeah. it was really weird how they how, kind of how Korra got the short end of the stick. But you know her. Well, and, that's um, well, you know, that how they got the uh, short end of the stick was they were gonna make Asami and Korra happen, and Nickelodeon was like, well, we can't show that on network TV, but we can do it on streaming. Right. Yeah. Right. And so. Um, the creator stuck to the guns, and we got that amazing. Uh, it wasn't a kiss, but it was a really good scene. Still, right, right, and and um and and so that's what I'm talking about with like queer coding, to where like if you if you knew what to look for, then you knew what that meant. You knew what that scene meant. If you didn't, then you know maybe they were just two friends going off together in the spirit <laughs> world. Um, like uh, like most historical really close friends who shared a bed together, you know. <laughs> right, they were quote unquote roommates. Uh, or uh, Lafayette, who uh, who was follow- he was very straight Frenchman who was followed around by two men, um, two oiled up men constantly with a mm-hmm. small dog. Sounds like my kind of evening. <laughs> Sounds like yeah. I say that's. Mm. Okay, so um, yeah, uh, a lot of these shows are definitely um relating you know lgbt themes towards mm-hmm. kids um which I, I think is great steven universe oh was a steven big universe one. is fantastic yeah um and i i haven't seen it but uh owl house I have I, i've watched owl house and it's <clears throat> adorable and i love it, it and it, um, it does it very well She-Ra. very tastefully she mm-hmm uh, and I know there's like a lot of gay shipping in Voltron. Um, I didn't make it far enough in the series to know how that if that was expanded on. Uh, well, there, um, there is a straight up gay, uh, multiple gay characters in Voltron later in the series. Oh, great! Yeah, great. Um, but yeah, it, you know, and this is one of those things where um, you know, conservative right wing media says that we are pushing an LGBT agenda. Um, you know, because we are forcing it. You know, on children oh, yeah, yeah. Pressing. but the thing is is like you know L- the lgbt youth uh, has you know one of the highest suicide rates in the, in the country yeah. um highest rates for homelessness mm-hmm. um and so we're not pushing an agenda we're letting people know it's okay mm-hmm. yeah. you know like uh, you're, you're not broken you're normal yeah. yeah yeah i did not have any um gay influences growing up on tv on shows that i watched and i did not turn out to be straight yeah you you, you were showing this all this straight propaganda in school and look how you turned out mm-hmm. right <laughs> watching like watching saved by the bell like i i did not want to date kelly kapowski i wanted to be kelly kapowski um you know i um i i watched power rangers and you know, a lot of my friends growing up, like their first crush was Kimberly Hart. Yeah. And, uh-huh. you know, mine was definitely not. Um, I was a more uh, Adam Park was mm. my first crush. Mm. Billy in the mm. tank top. That was great. I'm not going to lie to you. My like, God. he got he got buff. Oh, he, my God. He did not get buff. He was always buff. I was watching <laughs> an interview with him that said that they made him wear, like, baggier clothes. Oh, that's ridiculous. Um, in those he is, seasons. Uh, gorgeous he is okay. a beautiful specimen of a man mm-hmm. he is <laughs> oh. um yeah so so 
Um, we can get into that too if you want to. Like Billy, well, David Yost got dead dirty, or very dirty. He did. He did. And um, that that was mostly actually because of Saban himself. Like he's he was not okay with gays at all for a long time, and um, he wasn't gonna like you know he wasn't ass about it, but. I mean, you know, I, I, he's from I, a different culture too. So sure. And, and I definitely can't comment on that because I was not in the room and not present mm-hmm. when, you know, those things were happening. All I can do is, you know, take what David Yost has said and take him at his word on it. Yeah. Well, um, other, other people come forward and said stuff happened. And so, yeah. you know, if all, if all the stories line up and all the stories line up, sure. so I'll leave it like that. I, I I know I'm just happy he got the help he needed uh, when he got, when he got it, right? And we we still have him around, and I'm really happy with that because he's an inspiration for a lot of people. Yes, um, and I got the opportunity to tell him that when I went to the South Texas Comic Con, um, awesome, and and met him, and um, so that's the thing is that like there were, I definitely identified with his character, um, being kind of like the nerdy like outsider um mm-hmm. unpopular kid and so i you know i told him that and and also how um then hearing his coming out story later on you know um definitely that really made me relate to him on a personal level like to the point where you know like my wallet is even like a blue ranger wallet um that's... just because related to the character so much that's cool <laughs> whoosh Si te gustó Mark como el Red Corner Stranger, puede que te guste el Paque Zero Hero. El Red Corner Stranger es un orgulloso socio de Zero Hero Network. Si quieres ver más de él o de nosotros socios, como Back Rangers, Neon Alliance y nosotros otros amigos de programa, síguenos en las redes sociales Zero to Hero. Whoosh. Um, yeah, so back to the topic at hand. Um, so talk to me about y'all's like first kind of experience seeing like characters in media that were representative of the you know LGBT community. Like, what was that like for y'all? I think we uh, we we had our first experience actually with a uh, Quantum Leap. Is there a... No, it was ER. There was a gay character in ER. Oh, yeah. yeah, and our mom sat us down. It was like, well, sometimes people like their same gender and then continue that conversation for like three three months. Okay. So, yeah, we, we're pretty desensitized to it. Nah. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our, our, our mom, I'll give our mom props. Uh, she did talk to us about that kind of stuff and made sure that we were aware that people exist and that we're all different. And so mm-hmm. I, I'm really proud of that fact, uh, but she's still kind of a crazy person, but you know, I'll, I'll give her props all day long for making sure that we're not some big a-holes about stuff. Mm. Well, and, and a major thing was like characters that were specifically outright written as gay in the mm-hmm. early nineties were usually like, uh, an HIV AIDS victim. Yeah. Right? Oh, HIV yeah. AIDS True. or, or uh, like a criminal or mm-hmm. dying it was a, it was a plot or device. something. Damn. Right. Yep. Um, yeah. Then we had a. Us, well, yeah, it viewed us in a negative light. And then, mm-hmm. you know, we had Will and Grace. Yeah. Um, uh, we're actually rewatching that right now, which has been great. Nice. <laughs> which, you know, that's the first mainstream sitcom to predominantly feature gay characters but also like in its own right there were a lot of negative stereotypes that were um perpetuated by that show like look at a look at jack like the character of jack like Mm -hmm. it's not negative altogether but it's very flamboyant right sure and and that doesn't mean that there aren't people like that that exist um you know i remember very specifically growing up watching that show with my parents, you know, knowing that I was gay, um, knowing they were ultra conservative and ultra religious. Um, and they would watch that show. And I would think to myself, like, you can't watch this show and, you know, laugh at these jokes and be supportive of this while in real life, you, you know, hate you would have run these people down with a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We <laughs> have met some people like that. We met a couple people like that. Yeah, that's always fun. Specifically, (laughs) was told to my face that they wanted to uh, first forty-eight axe murder Jim. So, 
Oh yeah, yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I do too, but you know that doesn't mean I'm a bad person. So. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Don't worry. There's a long list of people who want to do that to me. So get in line, please. <laughs> AKA Snowflake. <laughs> oh my god! In this conversation oh, for no oh, weird reason. So yeah, so so yeah, I um I I put my name as Snowflake in this chat to remind me right, to um, talk about. So Marvel is one of these woke corporations, um, quote unquote woke, that um, a couple of years ago with their new Warriors relaunch. So they, they came up with two non-binary superheroes named Snowflake and Safe Space. What in the world? And it was, and it was the, like, I understand like the intent behind it and like the wanting to be supportive <laughs> and their infinite <But> wokeness <laughs> i think that did more damage to the gay community than the murder of matthew shepherd like oh, that wow. was i mean yeah. it was so it was in such poor taste yeah. um I'm and a, i'm a straight guy in that i'm like wow i can't believe they actually did that yeah yeah if you google oh. like images of them too um, and I believe at one point they were in an incestuous relationship with each other. Oh no! I don't know for sure. I never really got into the the, the books. You know, I read oh, articles. About I was it. looking you it up. How, I'm looking it up. Kind of... You know how those articles can kind of sometimes get misconstrued. And yeah, yeah. I, rem- I, I vaguely remember seeing something. <laughs> as long about as you, as long as not reading off Breitbart, I think you're fine. <laughs> but it's like these are characters that were pulled like right from someone's like deviant art. Oh, pad. No like joke. The, it's a real just, thing. Yeah. Just oh, awful. It, look at like it, it got so bad it he became pixelated. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. That's no joke. And really. like um but like uh and then well that that did damage to like, you know, the you know, the the pride itself. Like it, it did damage for us. And then, you know, then we have Superboy coming out as, you know, by and right. That's not a. It's Superboy. It's not even a main character. It's not. Well, it's so so in the the comic. He came out in um, Superman, Son of Kal El. Um, yeah. Was the the series? Uh, he came out in um, the fourth or fifth issue. Yeah. And uh, so, what was great about that is you're taking a character that has some established lore, mm-hmm. but not like forty to fifty years of history. Yeah. Oh. And you are you know, um, kind of building and developing his character. Yeah. Uh, at this point in the comics, he was, is the new Superman. Um, people that hadn't picked up a, a comic in 30 or 40 years, though, hear that Superman is now bisexual, and man, people lose their They had hands. a tit fit. Yeah. And I was a part of a few conversations with that, and I had to do the nice big eye roll, which you can't see without squinty eyes. But still, I did an eye roll. Like, uh, how was the last week I started the comic? Oh, it's been like 50 years. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so it's just, it's not even the main continuity. It's not. It's not the main continuity. It's right. Not. And, so uh, well, what, how do they care? Um, and, and, and another I thing was like when, um, when Tim Drake, shortly prior to that, came out as bisexual, mm-hmm. um, as Robin. <laughs> And Remember, I was uh, surprised there wasn't a huge backlash over that. Um, no one liked Tim. <laughs> Tim is the best, one of the best Robins. Shut your mouth. Um, <laughs> but the one that, the one that I think has done the most good, and I stand by this, and I think it was beautifully done, and DC deserves all the props, was Harley and Ivy. Yes. Uh, oh God, yes. That one was fantastic. Talk about a well-written, mm. well-developed relationship. Um, and if you want the short, short version of that story, watch the show, uh, Harley Quinn. It's really fun. Watch it. It's not exactly the comic, but it's the short version. Is it the animated version? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that yeah. one. It's fun. Uh, yeah. The well, and the thing is, is like you know, people were saying like couple goals with harley and joker and i'm like no that's like an abusive that's a very abusive terrible relationship relationship. like that is not a relationship you want to model yourself after stockholm Um, syndrome but it started with the um the um, 1990s paul dini batman the animated series Mm -hmm. um there was an episode where it was harley and ivy and i think that might have been the name of the episode i don't remember um but harley breaks up with the joker and moves in with ivy um, 
and they were just like friends at that point. Um, but then that relationship started getting explored in the comics and then subsequently the new animated series. And um, like they have a fantastic, healthy relationship. Supportive relationship. And it's yeah. like it's really, really, really adorable. And like mm-hmm. crime and violence, yes, but it's so supportive. <laughs> right. Right. So that's the that's the true goals right there. Um, you know, and I tried to even include some representation with my own uh, show, Neon Lights. Um, you know, having characters, uh, one character in particular was a uh, BIPOC um, gay male. Um, and then I had other characters that were bisexual. And just, you know, again, not to try and shove any agenda down anyone's throat, but just to say, hey, like, these people exist. Yeah. Like, they exist. Get over yourself. Like, they're here, they're queer, get used to it. Like, it's... Come on, 90s cliche. Exactly. It's like They're like, oh, you going to hell? Okay, cool. Are you going to be there? Nope. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> Whoosh. All right, what were you saying? Oh. I was saying, uh, when I when I was... When I was watching TV years back, I never really paid attention to any, like, uh, orientation and stuff until basically you... Like when you told me that you you bomb bon on the tauntauns, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> it could be whatever. I don't know, you man. <laughs> whatever you yeah. want to call your tauntauns. <laughs> and uh. then, like later on, Jimmy basically put me on his like watch list, you know, quote unquote. Uh, then I just started noticing it, and I'm actually like, you know what? I'm good, good for that. You know what? Whoosh. Okay. All right, yeah, you're good now. What were you saying? Oh, uh, how far did I get? You got to. Uh, I like them. <laughs> I like them gay guys because I like to touch. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> like the touchy feely kind of things. They don't call me the silver bear for nothing, right? Get the hell out of here! <laughs> Have y'all have y'all watched the new season of Stranger Things yet? Yes, yeah. I've already finished. Yes, okay, that so was like, super fun. I, I I think Will is a great example of queer coding on that show. Oh my god, uh, yeah. Um, you know because like um, clearly the the painting he was painting at the very beginning of the season. Um, what well, was for uh, Mike, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, so so he's definitely I think coded queer. Well, there's also. Um, a scene in the school where the girl like touches his leg and like, mm-hmm. he like disgusted about it. Yeah. He pulls he away. Like, um, yeah. and so, you know, they, they have good representation there, but also with the, you know, closeted, I can't remember her name. Um, uh, Uma Thurman's kid, uh, oh, yeah. or yeah. Ethan Hawke's kid, Maya, Maya Hawke, whatever her character's name is. Um, yeah. Who Max? No, not Max. Um, Oh, Oh, Robin. Yes. She's lesbian. Yes. Yes. Um, so, you know, they've got great representation there as well. Um, do y'all watch The Boys? Yes. yes. Have y'all Love seen the, the new season? Yes. Not yet. I've, I Billy's, just started Billy's it. just started The Boys. It's adorable. Oh, God. So I'm not going to spoil it for you, Billy, but um, in season three, episode one, the, there's a character named Termite. And, um, <laughs> he's got about yeah. f- maybe three or four minutes of screen time, but man... That it's, is what that is the true meaning of gay pride, right there. <laughs> I like how they like started that season like on in June. <laughs> like, yeah. all right, oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's he, a... he he he. Termites sneeze is the true meaning of gay pride. Um, I'll just <laughs> oh, leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Uh, did, did you watch Deplorables yet? I've not. Give it a watch. It, it's a, a short version of the boys, basically, and there, there's a couple. Is that uh, the, the, like the animated? Yeah. Thing? Okay. Give Give it a watch. It's on Amazon Prime if you uh, you if you got it. I do. And um, there's a couple of uh, gay characters in there, and I'm not going to really get into it too much mm-hmm. because uh, I don't want to spoil it for you. It's fantastic. Mm. Okay, yeah. I definitely will. Um, another thing that I am hopeful that we'll see more of is transgender representation in media. Um, You know, I can't speak on that too much simply because I am a cisgendered white male, and so my viewpoint is very limited. But it seems like every generation there is a community that kind of becomes the target of a lot of conservative Mm -hmm. attacks. 
Yes. And this yeah. one right now is the um, transgender community. Well, it's just it's the next one in the line. That's what it is. It's the next one in the line. It, it's they're they're okay with gays for right now, and this now it's trans is the new the new scary one. Right. It used to be gays and. Right. It's yeah. they're they're uh, the boogeyman. Yeah. And uh, so uh, you you go from that to this and. Uh, I'll say one thing. Okay, so uh, talking back to media, there's a really, really good show called Sense8, which actually has an actual transgender person playing yes. the transgender person in the show, and it was fantastic. And uh, I believe there's a uh, there's someone in the show who's a, a ranger, I think, if I remember correctly. There's a ranger in the show somewhere down the Is line. Is there? I believe so. I'm like 90% sure there's a ranger in the show down the line somewhere like one of the one of the seasons like one of the one support characters was a ranger well and i mean that whole series was developed by the wachowski sisters mm-hmm. um you know who are arguably you know some of the most famous transgender people in hollywood yep, um yep. you know and so they have a, a platform which they can bring these characters out it's just i know with the the failings of the latest matrix film um, that was forced yeah, yeah very. they didn't want they didn't want to do it but they were forced into it with a contract yay contracts and uh actually if you you watch a uh if you watch their one of their older movies called not older movies but one of their movies called cloud atlas cloud atlas yeah i saw that in theaters, was actually fan- i did too it was a I long was, movie <laughs> i was one of two people and i think you were the other person that saw it in the theaters <laughs> yeah. and it, it was really 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 pretty and i liked it and it's so the yeah. the the, the 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 young guy and his boyfriend and it's just so sad it's just mm-hmm. amazing i love it <clears throat> sometimes at work sometimes at work we listen to uh will willis willie <laughs> Will, no the trans that does music oh on, little nas on, x i think huh little nas no little no no, nas no. Not trans yeah no. He, he's super gay though I love uh it. <laughs> will will was on a uh, rupaul's i think oh uh, okay willem Will yeah, Willem, that's it. There you go. Okay, Will yeah, Willem is not trans. Willem is a drag queen. So oh, here's a little education okay. for you. Um, Ooh, like so, oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> um, so okay, so drag queens and transgendered um, women are not one and the same. Oh. There can be overlap between the two communities. Um, so you can be transgender and be a drag queen. Um but you can also be a drag queen and be a cisgendered male um, and not even necessarily a, a gay cisgendered male. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. You know, there are, uh, there are very few, but there are straight men that do drag as well. Um, so are, are, do any of y'all watch Drag Race? I've watched I, a couple episodes, thought, but yeah, it's not my cup of tea. It's not my cup of tea. Y'all are missing out. It's um, the one I've seen is really fun. I like watching them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. it's it, I, I definitely credit that show for bringing a lot of strength and power to the gay community. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a reason they call it like the gay Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I get if if you know who RuPaul is, he was in uh, a show like. Um. So one of his first appearances was on a talk show. I think it would have been it might have been Maury, uh, at this oh. time. But it was a it was a talk show that did a um expose on the club kid community, um, and so they had him and I think Michael Alleg was on there who um famously butchered his ex-boyfriend uh in like a drug-fueled rage um but yeah that was like an underground scene uh of the clubs of the um 80s uh in in new york Um, wow so yeah it's really fascinating um and so like club culture and ballroom culture um specifically have done like a lot of like bringing that into the the spotlight there's an hbo max show uh called legendary which is like ball culture so you have a lot of drag queens and um, trans performers um and gay men that do some really incredible creative stuff i highly recommend even just watching like a couple clips of that show what's it what's it called again legendary legendary yeah I'm about to look that. they do some incredible shit on that show whoosh what do you think about the what do you think about representation finally well not finally but you know coming into the PR community? Mm. Um 
so I like, I am going to be honest. I have not watched a season of PR in a long time. Mm-hmm. The last season I watched was um, Turbo RPM. God. <laughs> RP, yeah. RPM or SPD, whatever one came later. Um, RPM. But, well, so th- the last time I watched a season of Power Rangers when it was airing was Turbo. Okay. Uh, okay, okay. The rest of them I watched on, you know, the DVD collections. Um, hmm. But, you know, I, um, I think it's fantastic how they did it. I know there was a lot of chatter that they were going to do it. And a lot of people speculated when they took away, like, her skirt. Yeah, people. Oh, yeah. Some people got mad about that, which I was I like, don't, oh, I don't see what's wrong with that. that. I like, like, you know. We've had a ton of Yellow Rangers without skirts. Come on, calm down. Uh, yeah. Um, but I know a lot of parent groups were like up in arms and parents. And that's the thing is that people are always going to find something to be mad about. For real. And mm-hmm. like, I'm sure there were adults that were mad about that that didn't even have kids. Yeah. Oh. There, there, be... there was a couple, there was a couple people who got banned off the, uh, the Facebook Power Jerk, like fan groups. Really? Like that, I, that I'm on that were mad about. It. They got banned within about 20 minutes, which was Dude, great. I would be, I'd be embarrassed to be. Thirteen, you know, early to mid thirties, early to mid thirties, bitching about that. Yeah, get mad about a damn TV show. Come on, man. Yeah, like, come on. it's meant, you know, it's not meant for our demographic. Age. It's definitely not. <laughs> and then um, you guys scream about the children. Like, well, do you want the children to be better than you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but also, even like I, I think there's some representation in the the comics, the Power Ranger comics yes. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. Again, like wherever we can get it is, but the thing is, is, and this is just a personal opinion. I think it needs to be done in a tasteful way, um, where it is not like we're introducing these gay characters or we're we're retconning, you know, thirty years of established lore and making them gay. So look at how great we are. Um, Look at the allyship. Iceman. <laughs> so Iceman, I have mixed feelings about um, because yes, he was an established character, but he was not one that had I would consider a very fleshed out sort of history. Um, yeah. The one that I did kind of raise an eyebrow at was you know um, Scott, Gene, and Logan being in a thruple. Oh yeah, yeah. There's also uh, there's a comic where Logan and Nightcrawler hook up. I remember, yeah, you telling me um, about that. It was weird. Um, and so I, I think it's got to be done in a way that doesn't disrespect the source material. Yeah. Uh, and, and just builds upon Well, like, uh, look at a. Have you seen Invincible yet? I've not. Oh, well, there's a there, there's a gay character in Invincible. He's just like the, the his best friend. But it's, you know, it's a couple jokes that he makes about himself, and that's about yeah. it. And, like, he goes on a date, you know, he, he talks about how he came out and stuff, and it was really, really well done. I liked it quite a bit, and that's kind of how I think it should be done. It's just kind of, it's there. Like, yeah. it's not, you know, it's not a plot point. Like, it's just their life. <laughs> like, that's what it is. Right. Yeah, that, that's how I think it should be for, like, most gay characters in most shows. Is they're and, just gay. Cool. And that's kind right. of how I, I approached my character in uh, my own series, um, is that they were not explicitly, like, I'm gay and here's an episode about my tragic coming out story. You know, oh, it was no. more of like, you know, uh, subtle hints were dropped. Like it started off as a queer coded character. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it became fully fleshed out, um, you know, in later episodes where going back, watching previous ones, you're like, Oh yeah, I can absolutely see that. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just their life. It's who they are. It's, it's not you know, a big deal did not need to be made about that character's mm-hmm. sexual orientation. Yeah, like just we don't like it's there. Get out of your damn thing. Yeah, and I, I mean, I know I'm preaching to the the choir here, um, but I definitely appreciate how open and supporting you guys have been with, you know, uh, conversations about the queer community and, and queer characters that we've had. You know, not only today, but you know, in other conversations, um, because we need more allies and people with platforms like you to um bring this out oh man wait we just get complimented yes <laughs> look i know it's well, the first time don't don't let it go to your head <laughs> i i do drop compliments on occasion i'm Dang. just don't 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 tell anybody i said it 
<laughs> All right, well, we'll cut that whole section out of this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll use a soundbite later, but like, he said it once! Mm. I swear. <laughs> um, yeah. But another big thing that I think needs to happen is queer representation in video games. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So uh, I don't know how extensive of gamers you guys are. But um, so there's, uh, there are you know the, like the Bioware games, like these these open world RPGs where you kind of create and craft your own narrative. Um, you know your characters have gay. There are gay romance options in these games, yeah. um, and that I think it's more of a telling narrative of like you kind of create the character you want to create, um, which I think is great. But you also have. A game. There's a game called The Last of Us. Um, yes. Very, very famous PlayStation game. Incredible game. Um, and in the first game, you're playing as this guy Joel, and he kind of um, takes this girl Ellie under his wing. And in the second game, Ellie has grown up some. And um, very early on in the second game, um, you realize that Ellie is gay. Um, and a lot of people had a lot of problems with that. I remember that. Yeah, people were kind of mad about that. And then, um, who is she based on? Um, um, Ellen Page or Elliot Page now? Yeah, right. And people were mad about that, that too. And I'm like, mm-hmm. calm down. Yeah. Um, and there was another character in the game, um, Abby, who she was a very muscular, strong woman, and so. Um, people initially thought she was a trans character um, when in actuality the trans character in the game um, was um, this Asian male who was uh, female at birth um, transitioned to male Mm -hmm. and um, so a lot there was a big leak of the game like in story points and plot points before the game initially came out right so Naughty Dog was hacked and there was a big like info dump and so when all of this started coming out, like people were furious. Um, and so I think that is one area of the nerd culture that there needs to be more of a concerted effort to like, have these characters. I know I, you get a lot of you get a lot of representation and uh, you get a lot of rep in indie games. Indie games are great about it, like uh, Undertale and. Uh, uh, there's a list <laughs> but they're great about it because they're not trying to sell it to a huge audience but when you right. get to like naughty dog well like uh cyberpunk cyberpunk 2077 had you know gay options in cyberpunk but like people still got mad about that <clears throat> the witcher has gay options come on does it yeah yeah, yeah a couple gay it. options yeah and the witcher it. 3 you have a couple of gay options but uh uh then you got you got a. Uh, uh, the girl who, you know, questionable. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it like that. And uh, yeah, so it's just it's ridiculous. Like you, you know, indie games are great, but like, look at Scott Pilgrim versus the World. You know, that was a fun oh. game and a great little, you know, a great little uh, right. a comic strip and a fun little movie. Like you know, the the uh, Ramona was a you know bisexual, and, and also know, his um his. His roommate, His roommate, um, played by Kieran Culkin. I don't, I don't remember the character's name, but yeah, <laughs> bread will make you fat. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so yeah, um, that's kind of that sums up my whole sort of spiel on representation in media. And so, if you still have people listening to this episode, thank you for um, at least being uh, open-minded enough um, uh, to listen to Good. another person's viewpoint. Yeah, get so, get to the nonsense, yeah. and I know we haven't been super funny today, but we haven't. But that's nah. okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I haven't talked very much because I Wi-Fi has been cutting out. Thanks. Yes, guys. that too. You know what? I hope I. Well, I just want to hear like from y'all side because I don't I don't see like this on yeah. a daily basis. Well, you know, so you, you know, listen. you're 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 a straight guy, and so it's not really a part of the conversation you have normally. So yeah, exactly. Whoosh. Hi, this is Ben from Baker Rangers, and if you like Zeo to Hero and movies, then come check out Baker Rangers Movie Talk. This is a place where we talk about movies, movies we love, and even some obscure movies that we may have not heard about. Check us out on Baker Rangers, on YouTube, and wherever you find your podcast. Whoosh. Thanks again, Clayton, for coming on to the show and showing us the different side of the rainbow. Mm-hmm. 
Wait, is that appropriate to say? Um, I mean, I cannot speak for the whole gay community. Oh. <laughs> but, you know, I, I like to think of this as I gave you some mental poppers and opened you up just a little bit. That's what she said. He said, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thanks again for coming on. Uh, it's been very interesting. I know I didn't talk very much, but definitely love hearing this conversation from both of y'all. Um, Jim, don't let what? them find you on Bigfoot Hunters. And They uh, got to make their money somehow, man. Definitely, you know. I'm, I'm in on the cut now. It's great. <laughs> definitely follow us on our socials at Zio to Hero Cross the Board. Uh, any last words, Clayton? Um, just, again, thank you to your listeners that have stuck through this um deep think piece of queer representation in nerd media. Uh, if you've stuck with us this far, I, I appreciate you either being an ally, being part of the community, or having an open enough mind to listen to counter perspectives. Sweet. No. Anything else, Jim? Um, thanks, Clay, for being on. Don't worry. Like, we're going to... We'll have you back on again soon. Yeah, <laughs> we I like having you on. Yeah. Let and, me... Um, get transitioned you know back to dallas yeah. and um settled in and then i'd be more than happy to come when, back. when you get up here we're gonna we're gonna stuff you full of brownies yeah or sweets i got you and just, uh, just stuff me i don't care how you do it God okay dang. i got you and uh for all you know everyone else out there uh you can find us at z to hero pod across the board or z to hero across the board uh remember uh we have a ko-fi set up uh with you at z to hero and uh, it's all in the links in the description. I'm gonna have everything we talked about in the description today as well, so you guys can check it all out and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And besides that, though, I hope everyone has a great rest of the weekend. Good luck and, out there. Have and fun. remember, everybody, stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> Happy Pride Month. <laughs> <laughs>